Welcome to Episode 1 of The Weight Coach with Joanne the Life Coach. Hello, everybody. You're tuning in to the very first premiere podcast of The Weight Coach with Joanne Philomena. I'm so excited to be doing this. On this podcast series, we're going to talk about food and eating a little bit, um, as well as exercise. But the real meat of the issue is why we overeat, why we snack, why we keep gaining the weight back. I bet almost every one of you already knows how to lose weight. You've done it over and over again. I've done the same thing in this body of mine. I call it my test lab because I have run so many different programs, diets, Dr. Atkins, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, you name it. I've done it. It's all taken off weight. Oh my gosh, I've lost 80 pounds before, but had it all come back because my thinking had not changed. My habits had not really changed. And that's what most weight loss programs are not addressing for you is, is the thought processes that keep you in the same overeating cycles that you go back to. You know, you can, you can take the weight off because you can white knuckle it. That's what I call it. When I am dropping weight and I'm fighting again, every instinct in my being that says, go get the ice cream from the freezer. That's white knuckling it to get the weight off. And I can white knuckle it for like a good six months, maybe even longer. But at some point, my brain tends to win out and I start repeating old patterns that put the weight back on me. So I'm really excited to welcome you to this podcast and hope that I can share with you how to access your own thoughts, how to feel your own feelings instead of eating them down, um, and share my experiences and inspiration that I get from my coaching clients who give me new insights. I learn from all of you as much as you're going to learn from me. So let's get started. When I was a devoted Weight Watchers attendee, the leader asked the question, when you're wanting to snack in the evening, what are you feeling? She immediately followed this with, and don't say, I don't know, because that's a cop out. You're feeling something. So what are you feeling? I was flummoxed and definitely did not raise my hand for eager recognition, a cop-out, but I had no idea what I might actually be feeling when I eat in front of the TV at night. Don't judge Game of Thrones, people, Game of Thrones. (laughs) How could she insist that we were copping out because we could not immediately know what on earth we we were supposed to be feeling, really? Weight Watchers had been my go-to for many years when it was time to roll back the body padding. Yet again, I had my best success when I was in my 30s with Weight Watchers. I took off 80 pounds. I was working out every night. I was really a maniac and desperate. Um, And I lost weight all the way down 
all the way down to a size four and some size twos, which I had never, ever in my life worn. But around that time, around the time that I hit my listed goal weight with Weight Watchers, I had one day stopped at the grocery store to get something for lunch and I was really dying for fruit and I bought a small yogurt and they had a salad bar in the grocery store with a lot of fresh fruit cut up so I got a lot of fresh fruit and I picked up a small bran muffin checked out went to sit in the park and I enjoyed the yogurt and I ate almost all the fruit it was really what my body was screaming for and about half of the bran muffin. And I immediately began to beat myself up because in those days with Weight Watchers, it wasn't points. It was exchanges, which were like little servings of different food groups. And I knew I had eaten enough fruit exchanges probably for the entire week in one sitting. And I was so upset with myself, but suddenly it dawned on me. I looked at the trays in my lap and thought, what a healthy lunch. What a freaking healthy lunch to have some fresh fruit and yogurt and half a bran muffin. And I'm beating myself up for this. Diet mentality can so mess you up after a while where You've been starving your body. It gets too hungry. It triggers you into a binge. I've been there. I've been there where I've taken off pounds. I've been doing so good. And at the start of the quote unquote diet, I'm always gung ho. I really get the motivation. I key in on it. And I think to myself, this is so easy. Why haven't I been eating this way all the time? But eventually the deprivation catches up with me. And I start to backslide. And that's when I start finding myself absolutely binging, just having a storm of eating. I had never binged before in my life until I started going on diets, diets, diets. And eventually I reached the point in my life where these diets would trigger me into that kind of binge where I knew I was eating too much and I couldn't even stop myself. Uh, the only way I'd be able to stop myself is to just turn off all the lights and go upstairs to bed immediately. <laughs> and that, you know, if I could go to sleep, I would actually stop eating. But back to that question, that question that Weight Watchers had asked about what are you feeling when you're eating at night, snacking? What are you feeling? And I really puzzled on that because the question came up again and again and again. And I suddenly realized that the reason I didn't know what I was feeling was that I had become so expert at eating my emotions that I never experienced them. My feelings barely even began to rise from my subconscious before food started going in my mouth. So I had no clue what I was feeling. I was avoiding feeling. Not only was I avoiding feeling, I was avoiding all my feelings, not just bad ones. I wasn't avoiding the feeling of shame or the feeling of anger. 
I was also apparently avoiding joy and laughter. Once I realized that, I was stunned. I was stunned to realize that I was really damping down all of my emotions. And gosh, what is life? If you're not experiencing all your emotions, wouldn't that be one of the reasons we're here as human beings? To feel joy, to laugh, also to feel some embarrassment, to feel a little anger, all of those feelings are all a part of living. It's what the story of your life is. I found the only way I could really start to catch those feelings was to stop putting the food in my mouth. Not always an easy thing to do, but in the evening when I would feel like I needed to go to the kitchen to find something, I would stop. I'd ask myself, What's going on, Joe? Come on. What, what are you feeling here? And I would try to think about it. The better practice was catching emotions that I could catch. There was something that happened in my life that made me feel very sad about it. I had hurt someone's feelings that I really adored and would never want to hurt their feelings. And I was so saddened. And when the sadness first started coming up, I recognized it and I didn't run to the kitchen. I stayed firmly planted in my chair and thought, no, I can feel this. I can let this happen. I should feel sad about this. I should feel sad. So I sat there and I let sadness sweep over me in waves and it lasted the rest of the evening. And when I woke up the next morning, it was also my first thought that morning was that I had felt sad. It took a while. And I didn't discover until later the reason the sadness took a while was that I was still resisting it. When in a discussion about feelings with people who actually feel their feelings, someone said feelings last about 90 seconds. And they can come and go in waves, but eventually they dissipate. And I thought, 90 seconds? I was sad for hours and hours. If I hadn't been fighting it, it would have washed over me and dissipated. And I'm trying to learn to do that. And that's what we all need to learn to do. If you are an emotional eater, you're going to recognize that. You may not even realize, though, how many of your feelings and emotions that you're missing out on just because you're not feeling them. Too busy eating. Just sit with it. If you begin to catch an emotion, let it surface. Let it bloom. It, you'll find out that it's not going to physically harm you. You're not going to die feeling it, you're going to find that you can feel it and you might be okay afterwards. Another reason that people overeat is really a lack of awareness and complete disconnection with their body. A lot of people in this country, we just check out and eat without even thinking about it. We eat when food is available and we eat what's available and we're not really paying attention to whether we're hungry or not. We're just eating all day. 
The only solution to any of this is to really learn how to check in with your body. Your body knows there are hunger signals and full signals, but you might have to relearn what those are. You might have to start paying closer attention to your body and eating the food that fuels your body best. That is what is going to put you back into connection with your beautiful body so that you can start tapping into your own wisdom about how much to eat, when to eat, when you're good. Really, it's there. It's there. It takes some practice. And that's what I'm going to help you with in the next upcoming podcast. I want to talk about fuel foods. I want to talk about using a hunger scale, not to beat yourself up with, not to measure out food with, but to start tuning into so that you can learn to judge exactly when your body wants more food and exactly how much to eat and to notice when you're satisfied and satiated and you can stop And in this way, you will get back into that natural rhythm for your body. The pounds will start coming off. They will. Further down the road in this podcast series, we are also going to talk about getting in touch with your thoughts and the role that your thoughts play in how you feel and how you act from those feelings. This is really key, really key in understanding your weight issues and making the weight issues go away for once and for all, because you're overeating, you're overeating, under-exercising, and it's not that you're a bad person. It's all based in your thinking. And once you fix your thinking, the overeating will just disappear. And food will just be a normal commodity around you again. Thanks for listening to The Weight Coach. If you like what you just heard, I hope you'll share with your friends and colleagues. Subscribe to this cast so that you'll not miss future episodes and tools that you can begin applying to your life. I'm Joanne Philomena, and you can find me at www.joannethelifecoach.com. That's J-O-A-N-N, thelifecoach.com. Now go create some joy in your life. Until next time.